Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. A large part of how we plan our marketing strategies involves taking into account predicted change to come. How well your practice capitalizes on marketing trends can make or break it. So keep an eye on the upcoming change is essential to get ahead of your competition. Hi there, it's Huyen Chung here and welcome to OMD TV and Podcast Show, the place to be to grow and scale your practice. Today, I'm going to talk about the five medical marketing changes that you can't ignore as we look forward to a post-COVID year in marketing. I know the competition will be fierce as there's so many consumer behavior changes over the past two years and also with the upcoming strong comeback of medical tourism. Whether you are looking for ways to refresh your existing strategy or on the hunt for entirely new ways to reach your audience, these following changes might impact your marketing return in a big way. So let's get on to this. Change number one, privacy rules will increase advertising costs by 30 to 80%. Privacy issues are killing your plan for attracting new patients to your practice. So much is happening behind the scenes with Apple, Google, and Facebook trying to dominate consumer data capture. So they are no longer sharing data with advertisers like us like before. But to be fair, they have be also been sued millions of dollars by the government for sharing data. So the new game is who can collect and hide the most data from the others. Actually, Apple is positioning themselves to get into advertising since they are putting a moat around the data by not letting their competitors collecting data. This is going to make it difficult for you to attract new preferred patients uh, when you can no longer target specifically to certain audiences. And that means ad results will become incomplete and inaccurate because you now have only 10% of the data that used to be 100% available. So that will force you to increase your advertising budget substantially and hope that the broader and less targeted audience is interested in one of your procedures. It's very much similar to old school mass advertising like TV. You spend a fortune to talk to everyone rather than a targeted audience most likely to want your services. Um, so not only do your ad costs increase dramatically, so do poor quality leads and conversions. Since your ads are not as targeted as um, to your preferred patients, you get a mixed bags of um, you know, public contacting you. Now, your staff wastes, uh, wastes um, a lot of time try aging these leads to determine who's really serious and who's flaky. So I recommend you have trained um, your staff and processes to qualify leads. And if you aren't already, charge a consultation fee at least so your time is better protected from wasted consults who have no intention to uh, move forward with you. If your practice hasn't got a proven sales process in place, I recommend that you check out our sales guide called Seven Figure Samurai Source Sales Guide for Medical Clinics. I leave the link in the show note below so you can check it out. Regardless of their uh, motives, these few internet companies affecting your big time 
if you're using paid advertising to attract new new patients. Now, change number two, pay-per-click advertising will get more expensive for less results. Um, as you can see, the increased number of advertising listing on page one, and also there is an increased number of um, advertisers who want to get more traffic from Google since they have lost um, organic traffic from SEO channel. This increases the search cost per click and growing competition will increase the cost even more. That means your PPC or pay-per-click manager will not waste their time tweaking bits uh, since automation will do it for them. But why Google continues to improve the artificial intelligence to take control away from advertisers in the name of uh, better targeting or intent or smart bidding, the downside is you need to monitor what Google is doing because um, that's a, this is a professional tip for you. Seeing your PP person is now the gatekeeper on whether these automated options are best for you or for Google, have them report their findings to you regularly so you understand what's going on. So in order to combat this issue, the role of relevant, highly specific landing pages are critical to target long-tail specific keywords. For example, instead of targeting edema uh, fillers, you can target crawl face removal, lip fillers, nose fillers, jawline streaming, for example. Uh, the change number three is that SEO will constantly change and become unpredictable. Even though the algorithm might be changing more often, there are two things that local businesses can still keep working on regardless of the changes in the algorithm. So the number one is that Google is geared towards the local search listing. So be sure um, your Google My Business profile is complete and updated and good consistent content still works. Number Two is that content marketing is one of the medical marketing strategies that's working now. You create and distribute a value of relevant and consistent content that attracts the right audience who's interested in certain procedures. Because in a world of relentless information coming at the consumer, they can only hear what they are interested in at that moment. They seek out that information and come to you instead of when you have the answers they need, you know? Um, now, the change is number four is social media platforms are strangling your audience. Social media has become the most influential virtual space available to help you grow your practice. It's here to stay, so you might as well embrace it. However, please keep in mind that you're only renting those followers. Instagram and Facebook own your followers. So they are in a sense your landlord. That means that they can raise their rent and or kick you out. So you lose your data you spend years collecting. I'm sure you are aware that social media and medical marketing don't get along very well. You are showing graphical um, material that can be you know offensive or hurt the self-esteem of the public so they can close down your account without any notice. They also decide who see your organic content as well. Facebook and Instagram continually strengthen your list to force you pay to play by buying more advertising. 
the latest stats show that only 5.2% of your followers actually see your organic content. So you have this false sense of security thinking that you are marketing your practice when in fact it's drying up right before your eyes. This is a source from scalable.com. Now the final change here, acquire your own data. Uh, you can take back your power by owning your audience data. You can no longer trust what audiences you have built on social media platforms will be or stay available to you. You want to build up your own list of anyone who is or could be interested in your services. Why the challenges continue with privacy laws and Google changing their rules regularly, email makes a comeback. Nowhere else can you have the one-on-one -on -one attention of your patients as you can with the email. Think of your email list as a practice money-making asset because it is. This is the highest quality list of prospective patients you have because they already know, like, and trust you and are more likely to um, be open to what you have to say. Email gives you the time and space to get your messages across that you can't in social media because it's too fast paced. And email also allows you to segment and personalize. That's how you can convert more of your audience to take action. There are so many ways to slide and dice your message to your patients list who are most likely um, uh, interested in what you have to say. For example, introduce a new filler to your patients who have uh, had fillers before or um, for, for, your, for more mature uh, patients, talk about your advances in aging facing techniques, right? For those in their 30s and 40s, show up your non-surgical treatments that give them uh, a lift. Here's a tip, use landing pages to capture your followers' name, email, and phone number so you can stay in touch with them. These would be a patients no matter what happens with these huge internet platforms. Plan an email calendar with monthly themes and smaller targeted mailings to keep in touch with your patients so you stay top of mind. Use killer subject lines to get your email opened and personalized with your patients' names. Okay, that wraps up this special episode. And so uh, please do me a favor and subscribe to our channel if you don't, uh, so you don't miss any new episodes coming up. And if you feel so inclined, please share this with your staff and colleagues. And then you can always follow us on social media, right? Uh, if you want to talk more about how to sell your services or make, um, you know, uh, make use of all these changes for your um, marketing campaign based on the above changes, just book a 15-minute discovery call with me uh, via the website onlinemarketingfordoctor.com. And thank you so much. And I hope to talk to you soon in our discovery call. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Hu Yen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at onlinemarketingfordoctors.com slash podcast. And subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode.